Blog Talk Radio.
radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. You're the center of my joy. Hallelujah, you're the center of my joy. You are what makes me happy. To the left, to the right, to the front, to the back, under me, over me. You are the center of my joy. Hallelujah. Good morning. Welcome to Jesus in the Morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Barbara Pittman of Freedom Doors Ministries, and I come to you live each weekday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and today is September the 8th, 2023. We're nine months and eight days into this new year. Mm. In just a few more months, we will be into the holidays, celebrating. Hallelujah. God is faithful. Can you hear me, Brother Louis, this morning? Yeah, I got the um, sound card and microphone set, and this man is coming today to connect it to the computer so that we have no more sound problems. Yeah, I had to figure it out. And uh, Pastor David had told me the Bible a while back. Matter of fact, thank you, Brother Louis. Last December, I think it was November, December, I got it. And he and I were going to put it together, but I just, the time, the time, the different time, the time. So I finally said yesterday, okay, let's just get somebody. And so he's coming today and put this all together and connect it up. And uh, no more sound problems. Hallelujah. God is faithful. And so we thank him this morning for all he has done. I had a full week. had to go down yesterday to see about jewelry duty, Brother Louis, and uh, I was able to get out of it. And uh, I told uh, the judge, he was a great judge and very funny. You know, I like funny. I love to laugh, and he had me laughing. And so when I told him my situation, he said, oh, okay, okay. He didn't ask any more questions or anything. Yeah, I was blessed to get out of there. And so I'm so happy uh, this morning that I was blessed uh, to get out and uh, thankful unto him. I'm grateful unto him this morning because he's almighty God that have all power. There is no higher power. Please leave your message for... Well, let's let's do that to get a crowd right there. I like that. Yeah, some people are charging to get into the show. So what I have to do is call them and get them in. Yeah. And that way they don't have to pay per minute. And I don't know what's going on here, but I know... Anywhere there's prayer going forth or anything like that, the devil don't like it. So he's trying to uh, make sure it's not going on. Yeah. And so I thank thank God. And uh, we're moving right along. Let's pray. And after prayer, when we come back, we're coming back uh, with another song this morning and uh, our topic for today. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for another Friday morning. We thank you for our life, our health, and our strength. 
We thank you for being on our side today in spite of us looking beyond our faults and yet meeting our needs. We're grateful unto you because you have all power. And, Father, all power is on our side. Oh, yeah. And we know that you're more than the whole world against us. And we're thankful unto you. We appreciate you this morning. We're grateful unto you this morning. And, Father, we love you this morning because it was you who first loved us. Without your love, we would know what love is. We're grateful. We're grateful unto you. Appreciate you ah, for all you've done. Great and mighty things for us. We thank you for what you're doing right now. <clears throat> thank you for what you're going to do. All again, great and mighty things. Father, you, because of you, we have our being. Because of you, we're alive. We're breathing. Hallelujah. You hold our future, and we're thankful unto you. We come this morning bringing every caller and every listener, every household representative here, every friend, family member near and far. God, we ask today that you would bless with uncommon blessings. Father, we come asking that you would touch and heal the sick everywhere. Touch and heal Sister Irene this morning. God, you know what her body is going through. You made her for your pleasure. And God, you know how to put that body back the way that you designed for it to be. Do it today for every ill person here whether it be physical, mentally, or spiritually. Today, oh God, send your healing. Hallelujah. You sent your word, and your word healed him. So, Father, you took a many a strike for the healing of the nation. You heal all manner of sickness and disease. Do it today in the name of Jesus. Let your word heal your people. Ah. Fix their hearts and regulate their minds in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you would bless those that are incarcerated and bless the brethren there. God, move to them that they would be even more greater witnesses unto you. And Father, we thank you this morning for the believers. Hallelujah. Because Abraham believed, and Father, you counted it as faith unto him. We thank you that you account our faith as righteousness. And we thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There's none like you. And Lord, you see what we're going through in the earth. And we ask that you will strengthen us, that we will be great witnesses unto you. We'll be the candles that sit on the hill that can't be healed. But God, we shine our light so that others can see their way to you. Help us this morning, Father, in the name of Jesus. Strengthen every household here. Move by your spirit through every home represented here this day. And, Father, what shouldn't be, we ask that you remove it and that you would rebuke the devourer there for your sake and that, God, you would cast every evil thing there back to the pits of hell in the name of Jesus. Help, it up. Help us to open our spiritual eyes. That God will see you and see what you would have us to do this day. In the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. We thank you. Help us to pray more. Help us to study your word more. Father, help us to become a spiritual walking people because you're a spiritual God. And we need to do what's pleasing 
and acceptable unto you. Help us this morning, O oh God, to make up our minds and take our eyes out the world. Help us to be not conformed to this world, but Father, help us to transform. Allow you to transform us by the renewing of our minds. Give us new minds. Give us new hearts today, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, renew the right spirit within us. And Father, we'll follow you and not the news. We'll follow you and not the newspaper. We'll follow you and not what the internet says. We'll follow you and not what the president says. Father, we want to follow you, your ways, your rules. Give us a fiery yearning in our souls, O oh God, to study your word. Give us a yearning to read your word daily. Give us a yearning to remember your word and apply it to our everyday life. We need you in this hour. Because, Lord, we know not a day, not an hour when you return. But the world has become wickeder and wiser. And, Lord, more and more evil is being put into place. And the people can't see because they're blinded. They don't have spiritual eyes. So they are accepting things that they shouldn't. And God, they're making things worse. But we know you made America. And it's you that will make America great again if it becomes great. Lord, but we come this morning before you're asking that you would remove every evil thing that should not be out of this country. And, Lord, help us all to come back on our knees in repentance unto you. And those that can't repent, those that can't believe, won't believe, refuse to believe, Father, we ask that you would remove them. That not their will, but your will be done in the name of Jesus. We know that you have all power. There's no greater power. There's no higher power. And, Father, you made the earth, the heavens and the earth. It's yours, the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. Turn it around for your good, hallelujah. Turn it around so that you would be lifted up. Turn it around so that you would be praised and worshipped sincerely in the name of Jesus. We thank you. Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters everywhere overseas. The Lord, you would cover them in the blood of Jesus. And that God, you would lose your protecting angels. Stand watch to shield and protect them. Keep them from all hurt, harm, or danger. Oh, look on Israel today and prosper Jerusalem in the name of Jesus. Father, bless widowers and bereaved families everywhere, intercessory prayer people, preachers everywhere, preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you and love for your people. Have mercy this morning everywhere, O oh God. Let your mercy continue to abound in your grace, O oh God. But, Father, fix the hearts and the minds of the people. Send what will fix the hearts and the minds of the people, and that will bring them, draw them back to you. Help us to lift up your name. Help us to lift you up, O oh God, that you can draw in the name of Jesus. And Father, I ask that you will continue to help America. Forgive us, Lord, for all our sins and wrongdoings. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you for forgiving us. 
But, Lord, we need to get on the right path and stay. Help us today. Help us, Lord, as Americans. Help us as your people. Help us today. Our bless all over the world. Draw your people even closer to you all over the world. God bless our brothers and sisters and strengthen today in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Father, have your way here today. Move by your spirit in a mighty way for your people's sake here today. We need you, and without your Father, we can't do nothing. Help us today. Open our spiritual eyes. Open our spiritual ears so that we'll hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. We are your church. Help us that we'll see your move today and follow you in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning. Hallelujah. We thank you, his majesty. Oh, we give you glory and honor this morning. Father, your word, hallelujah, is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. Forever, oh God, your word today, hallelujah, hallelujah, is settled in heaven. And we thank you for your word. For God, without it, we won't make it because everything is going down but your word. And help us to remember your word today in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. We can't thank you enough. And Father, we ask this morning that God, those that stand in the need of finances, stand in the need of a place to live, Lord, whatever the need is today, we ask that you would need it in the name of Jesus. You would supply in the name of Jesus. Do it today, Father. Again, in Jesus' name, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Ah, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your move. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We can't thank you enough. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is none like him. We can search all over. We won't find nobody, nobody greater than Almighty God. Thankful unto him this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am looking for the song. Here it is. Thank you. Thank you.
No matter what come my way, no matter how quick the enemy thinks that he's snatching me, God will hold me. He will keep me in You can't pluck him out of the hand of God. Hallelujah. She said she waiting on me to call her. I didn't call her. She came in and went back out. Please leave uh, your message for Jerry Crown. Oh, okay, let's see, let's see. Hold on one second. Let me tell you this. You will hold me fast. Thank you, Jesus. I just love it. I just love it. I just love it. Um, I just thank him. I, that's all I can do today. Let me tell you the voicemail. It's coming on. Mm-hmm. I know she she want to be in here, but I thank you. I thank God this morning. Listen, yeah, was excused from jury duty yesterday. God is faithful. I sat there and prayed, and uh, it was a murder trial, and I didn't want to be a part of that anyway. Not nobody being offered the death sentence. I never want to be involved. I don't care how bad the murder, uh, uh, what they did. I never want to be involved in a person just dying. They could be living, but I'm going to just kill. Nah, that's not me. So I prayed the prayer of faith, and God got me out of there. Now, it took me about mm, maybe three hours or so. But nonetheless, God is faithful. And uh, he got me out of there. I'm grateful unto him. Uh, there's none like him today. 
And if we pray, believe in him, pray giving it up. We can't pray and hold on to it, keep thinking about it, wondering how can I fix it. That won't do it. That makes matters worse. But when we pray, we pray believing God not only is here, but he's going to answer. And he's going to give us what we need because he supplies need, the need in our lives. We are his people. He made us for his pleasure. And if we have accepted him as our Lord and Savior, we need to give, turn it over to him. Everything, turn it over to him. There are certain things we have to do in this life. And what we can do, he won't do. Yeah. See, we can speak up. We can study his word. We can speak those things that are not as though they were by faith. We can believe. So what we got to do is stay with him. Stay faithful unto God. Stay with God. Don't let the enemy come in telling you all of this stuff that you need to do. And now, 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 I'm going to do what the word of God says to do. And if I don't know all of the words, I know enough that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Yeah. By faith, the elders obtained a good report. God counted Abraham's faith as righteous, and he will count mine as righteousness too. Oh, yes, he will. I am a living witness. Yeah. So we, we thank God this morning, and we're grateful unto him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. I have one more quick. Uh, request to go to and uh, when we come back uh, we'll come back with our scripture reading of the morning and uh, go from there yeah hallelujah hallelujah thank you Jesus Autumn time, Lord, and he knows what for. I was born when leaves turned red, born 
some things are dying But I was born with a big old mouth I am a working man I get things done Work for the Holy Ghost Work for the Son I am a working man Oh yes I am I am a special agent of the land I got to get things come like a child and keep childlike ways before the Lord because we are not the parent but seriously the child. There are children who talk back, 
uh, children who are rebellious, children that disobey. Yeah, God loves all of his children. You know, you know, children don't know a lot and needs to be taught. He is always here as our parent, willing to lead, teach, and guide each of us in the right direction. We should remain as children before the Lord. We should never come to him screaming and yelling and, and, and questioning him in a ungodly way because nothing is owed to us but death. We all come from a sinful nature. And anything good we're getting, God has given it to us. And we should be grateful unto him, thankful unto him, appreciative unto him. But I've seen people that scream and yell and act a donkey and tell God what it should be. Listen, I had a friend. Well, I'm not going to call her a friend. I'm going to call her an associate. And we were in prison together. And she could crochet really good. That's who taught me how to crochet. She used to make these Playboy bunny pillows and all kind of stuff. And we got to talking one day, and uh, she said to me, you're always talking about God. I said, yeah, I'm mad with him. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> you mad with God? She didn't say angry. I said, whoa. I, I kind of a little bit of fear came on me because I asked him to give me Three years or five years, he gave me 30 years. What was your crime, honey bunny? What was your crime? Robbery. Did y'all hear that? Robbery. You're going to go in and put somebody's life, make them fear for their lives. And you're talking about three or five years or no time at all. And it's like that today. People do wrong and think they shouldn't be punished. This, where I was yesterday, this young man was charged with a very serious crime. I don't even think he knew how serious it was. And he was laughing and, and everything. Nothing would have been funny to me had I been in that situation. Mm-mm. But see, people don't believe, and they don't like the truth. And that's that's a whole lot of it right there, not loving the truth. Yeah, they, they rather believe a lie than the truth. When you come trying to bring the truth to them, people will get angry with you and want to kill you. Yeah, because they don't like the truth. But today, as the believers of God, as the children of God, as the people of God, we got to learn to love the truth and want the truth. Oh, they come out on social media and all these places talking about scammers and this and that. But guess what? You're a scam because you don't like the truth. You don't have nothing for the truth. The scripture says this, Jesus is the way, 
the truth, and the life, and my life. Because without him, I can't do anything. <laughs> I remember Get Smart, uh, uh, Brother Lewis. Yeah. We got to go to God for everything and not depend on us for nothing, if I'm honest. We need to see the move of God in everything that we're doing. Because this world has become wickeder and wiser. Tricks are everywhere. They will trick you. Companies, I've never seen so many lying companies in my life tell you one thing when they know it's going to be enough. When it comes to medical, forget it. We leaning and depending on Jesus to heal us. This is why it's important that we eat right. Yeah, I've been off course because I, I'm, I'm just used to some things, but I find myself getting right back on course. Vegetables, fruit, vegetables, fruit, fruit and vegetables. Because if you buy meat now, especially out of what they're calling the grocery stores, the supermarkets, uh, you may be buying what has been uh, manufactured in a laboratory. Yeah, it's not the original. They calling it organic. I just call it real food, real chicken, real beef. Beef have a distinguished flavor to it. And I've gotten some stuff, and it never smelled when I cooked it, nor tastes like beef. Now, they may mix some stuff together. They may mix the little real with the fake. But the fake in there is going to cause us problems in our body. So we can't trust nothing today. I'm sorry, but we can't. The only thing we can trust is Jesus Christ. And his spirit leading and guiding us. That's all we can trust today. Medicine, uh-uh. Because it, it all comes down to money. It all comes down to how shortcut I can, how I can cut this but get more for it. How can I make the original of it less because the original costing more? How can I make the original... I say I'm putting it out there, but I'm saving money. Where well, you mix fake and real together, but more fake than real, which cause harm to people. The scripture said it. I, I did not say it. No one can hold it against me. You can if you want to. It won't do you no good. I wasn't there when God inspired man to write it. But his word says, for the love of money. Is the root of all evil. Because if you love money, there would be nothing too evil for you to do. You can see people dying, and you got what it takes to heal them or to keep them from dying, but you won't do it because they don't have the money to pay you. So you just let them die. It's a very sad thing. It, 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 it's, it's traumatizing in many cases because you know grandmama could live, but we don't have the money. So 
they're not going to give grandmama what she needs to stay. They're just going to let her fade on her body. Yeah. In many cases, if you going to the doctor too much, too often, then what happens is this. You're causing, I, I'm talking about seniors now, you're costing the government too much money. So they, mm, it'd be better to get rid of you than to keep you here costing all of this money. I, I hear people talking every day saying, uh, Mr. Biden is the worst president. They wish they had kept Mr. Trump. Because when Mr. Trump was in there, money was being put in your pocket. But now that Mr. Biden is in there, money is being taken away. You can barely eat. You can you can barely get a place to live because he's taking the money out of your pocket and making things more expensive. But this is what I say. Greater is he that, that lives within me than he that is in the world. Whatever I need, God has. Whatever I need, God can supply it. I'm his child. And he's on my side in spite of me. But what I need to do is stay connected to him. I don't need not for one moment to step out of line if I can help it. But stay in line with him because of this. When I call upon him, not only is he going to come in here, but guess what? He's going to do something about my situation. See, he, he, he always put things to me in place before it gets too bad. He always bring it to me early enough that I don't have to worry about it. I was losing the taste for me. I like me. Don't miss some fried chicken. Fried this, fried that, uh, beef tips. Uh, I, I, there's certain things I like, ground beef. But I, I had to basically cut the ground beef out because I didn't know what was ground in it. <laughs> so I tried ground turkey, and I don't know what's ground in the turkey. And there's no need for me to try to substitute meat with plants. I, I I decided not to do that. But I eat fruit, and we got to be careful with that. Where they growing the fruit at? But I cook mustard greens. It gives me a lot of energy. Uh, collard greens, cabbage, squash, eggplant. I'm saying all of these things this morning. Although, you know, I love food and I love cooking and bacon. But I'm saying these things this morning because you're going to get to see more and more just how the food is your enemy if it's not homegrown. You will get to see how it's your enemy. A lot of seedless this and seedless that. Yeah, we got a lot of lazy people. But if you take the seeds out of stuff, you can't re replant it. You can't regrow it. There's no seed. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
So we want to look unto him who's able to save us. Yeah, plant-based foods are genetically modified, you see. And that's what's keeping the inflammation in our bodies. Uh, our minds are not focused. We're tired. We're drained. We, we're eating the wrong things. Organic is the way. And I know some women can't cook. That wasn't their thing. But if you can learn now, you too got it going on for your cookbook. You just have to follow instructions. And if you can't do nothing else, learn to cook a good vegetable soup. Yeah. Learn to chop up fruit and make you a good fruit salad, fresh fruit. Yeah. This is going to help you in the long run, those who can't cook. I thank God that I can make stuff that's healthy for me. The doctor said, oh, eat as many vegetables as you like, but don't do not do what you do to them. I batter mine and fry them up. Oh, boy, eggplant. Oh. Yeah, don't do that, she said. Eat them in a natural state. It's better for you. You get the vitamin and the nutrients and all this of the plant. And I'm going to try and grow me some eggplants and grow me some squash out back on my lanai, on my screen patio. Yeah, I'm going to try to grow me some stuff. Because when it comes down to the wire, I don't know what we'll be able to eat. I can, you really can't trust restaurants no more, fast food places. Uh-uh. The foolishness come in already genetically modified. It comes in automatically grown from a laboratory and this mixed with it and that mixed with it. Uh, Cheetos, all kind of stuff. It, it's not made from bone. Rice, they say, made from plastic. Yeah, it's some foolishness. But again this morning, greater is he that lives within us than he that is in the world. So go to God and ask him about it. Go to him and ask him, what can you do? What do I need? And God, fix my mouth that what is good for me will taste good to me. Because we, we're babies, really. We're children unto God. We're his children. And sometimes you have to spoon feed kids. They won't eat it. Shaking their head, no, no. And if they don't get this in them, they can't last. So you have to force feed and spoon feed them. And then the days, that's what God does for us. He, 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 he does it. He, he. Spoon feed us. And he don't like force feeding. He wants us to just accept, trust him that what he's given us is good. But many times we kicking and screaming and fighting against it. And we're holding on to it. We won't let it go. He's saying, give it here. I, I can take it. No, no, no. You don't even know you're doing that, but that's what you're doing because you can't turn it loose. You can't let it go. You keep trying to hold on to it. You don't believe. Do you know people, <clears throat> they say they're saved, they believers, 
But do you know they don't believe God can keep them from committing adultery or keep them from fornication? They don't believe that. Let me tell you, I was working with the two women, two women, and both of them said I, almost the same thing. And I was like, what? Because they don't believe that God can keep them, that he's a keeper. They, they believe I can stay in this abuse and it'll keep me from doing wrong. No, ma'am. Same thing with the man. No, sir. God counted Abraham's faith as righteous. If you believe God, see, you can't believe some of the words and leave the rest of it out. You got to believe the whole thing. He's a keeper. He won't keep you against your will, but he'll keep you because you want to be kept. But you got to want to be kept by God. I can't, I can't be abused. Come out sick. What? That's some father knuckle. That's some nonsense. That's some foolishness. I want to be kept by God. That's my prayer. And that's what I would be praying. Lord, keep me. Teach me how to keep my mind stayed on you. Deliver me from the very feeling of I can't trust you. From the very feeling of not having faith. Because that's what it boils down to. We don't believe God. We don't believe his word. Because we think still we're keeping us. You can't keep you. You can't keep you. I'm a living witness. I can't keep you. I've tried. I've tried to keep me from overeating. I've tried to keep me from eating the wrong thing. And unless God does it, it won't get done. We got to go to him. Lord, deliver me from overeating. God, deliver me from eating the wrong food. Lord, deliver me from these thoughts. Don't let these thoughts even cross my mind. Yeah. And, and look, these two women are older women. They, they, they're not in their 40s or 50s. Uh -huh. They are older. And this is what you battling with in your old age. You've been going to church all this time. Some things you're going to have to put on the altar at your house in your secret closet. Yeah. Some people, they can't put it on the altar at church because they're afraid of what people are going to think and say about them. But the scripture said we should bear one another burdens. We should tell each other what's going on. But you got to be led by God in all of this. Because if you don't be led by him, that, that is what will happen. They will have your business all over the church, all over the town. So you want to be led by God to put it out there on the altar. Even to tell the pastor you need to be led by God. Yeah. But we must believe what his word says. And if we go to Matthew chapter 18, 1 and 5, let, let's, let's go there and look. Let's go to Matthew 
And let's look at chapter 18, verses 1 through 5, I believe it is, when you look back at it. Yeah. Now, now this is what Matthew chapter 18 says, starting at the first verse and ending at verse 5. It says, at the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye should not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. Look, we should stay humble and we should stay childlike before God. This is the way that we should. We shouldn't kick and scream, be disobedient, uh, telling God what it's going to be. Many of us have seen children do this to their parents. And we think we can do this to God as our parents, no sir and no ma'am. It won't work because God will allow us to go right on. It, it, it does not change his mind. It does not make him move fast. But it makes him do for you what a parent should do for a disobedient child. For a disrespectful child. They have to be on punishment. Father's in the heart of a child. And the rod of correction will drive it out of them. Yeah, throwing temper tantrums. So God put you in time out. <laughs> it's not that he don't watch over you and keep you safe. But all that screaming and yelling and, and temper tantrum and kicking and not, you're not getting nothing. Matter of fact, I'm not going to listen to what you're talking about. I'm going to watch over you because his eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. I'm I'm watching over you, but I'm not giving you nothing. And right before you came with that foolishness, God had something great. He was about to release to you. Because this thing that you want, it won't work together for your good. That the man that you keep wanting, he, he not, he's not going to work for your good. It's going to be all right for two days, and then it's right back crazy again. But God had this great blessing right here for you. And you went to screaming and yelling and temper tantrum and having a, a fit, acting like a fool. And the Lord said, it's going to sit right here till you come around. When you learn how to talk to your father, who never talked to you crazy, who never allowed crazy stuff to happen to you, you do some stuff to yourself. I don't do it to you. It's what you have done that caused it to come. Your behavior caused what happens to you. I didn't I didn't do it. 
I tried to stop you from having it happen, but you wouldn't listen. He's a father. Not not a dad, but a father, not a daddy. Any man can be a daddy if he can have children. But a father takes very good care of his. A father brings a rod of correction. A father corrects his children. And he set it by example. If we look at God, you can't find nothing wrong with him. You can find out that, that he tried to teach us things that our flesh don't like. He tried to teach us things that we refuse to believe. But he's a good parent. He's a great father. He's an excellent father. You won't find a better father. Matter of fact, he is the greatest father ever. I went to him. And I went to him humbly. I didn't go to, I don't believe you're God. And if you're God, I, I, I did not go in that way. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you this morning. Thank you, Father. I went to him in a humble manner. I said, I heard he was real. I want to believe that you're real, but I don't know. But if you are real, I want to be as real in you as you are real. That's what I told him. And when I said it, I meant it from my heart. I meant that thing. There wasn't no boom from heaven. There wasn't no boom from the sky. There wasn't no light flashing, uh, uh, no fireworks going up, none of that. He came. And the way that he came, I didn't even know. He came so smooth and gentle and loving. And in a way, hey, thank you. Thank you. Well, I could understand. This is how he came. I'm looking at that day. I'm looking at that day. When he came for me, hallelujah. I began to pray. And the first prayer was, let me die so you can live. Let Barbara die, the natural woman, so that the spiritual God could live in me. That flesh had to die. And old Barbara had to die because there had to be a new creation. For if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. I feel all right right there this morning. He made me over. I had to be born again, not of the flesh, but of the water, of the spirit and the water. I had to be born again. And this new birth presented a new person. Uh, I was in my early 30s. But a new birth presented a new person. 
I no longer was the same. I didn't want to be. I told y'all the first thing I wanted to go was that dirty cussing. And I'm going to tell you, I do some things that I've never known nobody else to do. Now, 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 let's get it straight. Let's get it straight. This is not a brag. This is not bragging. This is not one up. This is none of that. Because to do it, it takes something. Woo! I had to go for jury duty. And I got a call 4 o'clock in the morning, a little after 4 or so. Now, I had to be in the shower. I should have been in there at 6 o'clock so I could get dressed because it takes me a while. I do some stuff. Okay. So I was on the phone until well after 6 with this person cussing, rapping, raging, talking out the head, the spirit. And when I got tired of him, I told him to shut up. Yeah, so that the person could speak, so that I can speak. Let me tell y'all something. That was not Barbara. That was not Barbara working. That was God using Barbara's voice, using Barbara's body to be awake to get the job done. But that was God. We must believe that he is. That he is able to do what no other power can do, what no other man can do. We must believe. We're his children. And if we stay in a child's place when it comes to our heavenly father, we'll gain more, more spiritually than anything else. And in this hour, this is what you're going to need. You're going to need the Spirit of God more than you've ever needed him in your life. Who would have thought that the leadership would allow the enemy to come in here and just take over and sit down with them and show them money is the answer? And how you get money, you don't care about nothing and nobody but the money. You put fake food that'll kill them. Give them medicine. Make them sick and then give them medicine. They're going to pay for the food that made them sick and then they're going to pay for the medicine that's going to kill them. That's going to kill them. It's all about the business. All about the dollar bill. And then in some spot, it's just straight up evil. I like evil doing it. And the leadership let rich people and people that we consider in power become together to take over to do all of this stuff. Because, see, what the world look at is what you got. That's how the world, even in the church, they look at what you got. How many people you done seen church folks on Facebook with celebrities? Done took a picture with celebrities showing it off. I think I got one picture with Willie Brown, the Christian ventriloquist. 
him and his wife Shelly. And see, he don't he, he, he don't consider himself a celebrity. <laughs> I love Willie Brown and Sherry. They just down to earth people. He's a preacher, and he got Woody, and he will make you laugh. And he traveled all over the world. Yeah, he go everywhere, but he don't consider himself. A celebrity. Humble is the way. He tell you where he live up there in McDonald, Georgia, up by Atlanta. Because a lot of black people moved up to that area. I couldn't drink water around. It was just, I couldn't take it. Everybody was moving Atlanta, 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 Atlanta. See, because they follow the world. I never felt moving to Atlanta. That wasn't my thing. Smarter? Yes, ma'am. All day and all night. New York. They moved to places where there's a group and groups and groups of people. I like less and less and less because it gives me an opportunity to do more and more and more. Now, when he sent me into these areas, I go. But he's sending me, therefore, he's going with me. <laughs> Hallelujah. But look, we, won't, we don't want to be conformed to this world as we read the other day, but we want to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. But he said this now, he, he, he told him, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye should not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 8 and 3. 4 says, Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. See, because with God, let me tell you, when a person shows Humility, they show humbleness. They, they're not looking for the spotlight. They don't want to be all of that in a bag of chips, but they just wants to do his will. They just want to do what's pleasing and acceptable unto him. These people, he's preparing more for heaven because that's the way it'll be there. It's no measuring. Look, the woman, the, the, the mother of two of the apostles came to him and asked him, could they, her two sons be greater when they get there? Or could they be in leadership? In other words, could they be the top head honcho in heaven? He let her know, none of that is up to me, Sugarfoot. That's up to Almighty God who have all power. That's not up to me. And some of us would be thinking the same way. I'm the preacher. I'm the minister. Where is my name on the roster? I'm telling you that's why you can't go. He said we would be chained in a twinkling of an eye. But let me tell you about that chain. You got to already be working on you. You gotta already be praying to him for deliverance from those areas that you know 
shouldn't be, and you walk around saying you're a Christian. You walk around saying you're a believer. You walking around saying you're the saint of God. But we get caught up into the whirlwind. We get caught up into pleasing on the job. We get caught up to pleasing in the home. Somebody told us, if you don't take care of that man, honey, he'll leave you. Bye, bye, blackbird. I'm going to get caught up in the pleasing God, and he'll take care of that husband. He'll give me the energy. He'll give me the time and everything I need to take care of the husband. He'll do the same for my husband. He'll give him the energy and the time to take care of me. But we're going to come together every morning in prayer. We're not leaving there without being prayed up. And we're going to learn when we come through our front door, before we hit the front door, we binding up the enemy because he lives at married people's house. He'll even show married people before they get married. He'll show them all the stuff. You go, ooh, look what you finna have. Ooh, look what you finna get. Some people want children. Ooh, I'm going to have a son, the daddy. I'm going to have a boy that looks like me. He's going to play ball. I'm going to throw him the baseball. He's going to throw it back. I'm going to take him to school every morning. The teacher going to love him. My wife, the wife, oh, and I'm going to keep your son dressed so cute. He's going to be so clean and neat. The wife, oh, I've been to have a daughter. I've been to have a little girl that looks like me. I'm a teacher. Oh, her hair going to be so pretty. I'm going to keep her so cute. Every time my daddy see her, he just going to melt like butter. You get in the match. None of this happens. No baby can come forward. Because the marriage wasn't predicated a based on you having children. He said be fruitful and multiply, but for you too, he's not making y'all parents. Not biologically. He gonna let y'all choose somebody else, biological child, and make it your own. In some cases, you're not having a baby, period. But folks won't leave that alone. They keep it's God that make human beings, not doctors. They won't leave that alone. They going to the doctor taking all kind of shots and pills. Hey, honey, come on home. We got to make love now, cause the doctor say this the time we should some foolishness. Better stay on that job and make that money to pay for that big wedding you had. God is not sending forth no children. But he is sending forth ministry. Well, see, she didn't tell me she couldn't have no more kids. Well, he didn't tell me he couldn't have no more kids. Let me tell you what God did. He put you together so you wouldn't have no more kids. But you can have ministry. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. That's what happened. He allowed the both of y'all to think one thing and he did another. And then the other one who knew, he let you went on in there. Because had you not, it wouldn't happen. He brought you forth for, for, for ministry, not for child raising. Because many are after what they're calling the American dream. 
You grow up in your parents' house, you go to school. You leave school, you get a job. You start building. You get the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. You drive the luxury car. You have the, the luxury furniture, money in the bank, prestige. You hang out with a certain group of people. And let me tell you what. That's foolishness. The scripture says a man leaves home and cleaves to his wife. <laughs> yeah. But because we got all these other ideas, man-made stuff that looks so good and we have become a part of the world and we have become the part of the world in a big way, we lose the sight of God because the parents did not teach us. No, they didn't. They did not teach you about God. They taught you about the things of the world and to be conformed to the world. They didn't teach you about being transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's what them people I had for parents tried to do for me. They tried to teach me to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. Let God make you over, baby. Now I'm going out here and be conformed to the world and See what they talking about. I'm looking at the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. I'm looking at the man. I'm looking at his hair. I'm looking at he's bow-legged and one leg. I'm looking at how he built. Uh, oh, look at him. He's just his chest and his, look at them arms. He got the six pack. Oh, he got green eyes. Look at this foolishness nonsense. How many know all that going to pass away? And then God showed me, you're looking at that, not in the beginning, because see, I wasn't I went, I went seeking him. I wasn't trying to hear what he had to say. It was my thing. I was doing what I thought I wanted to do. But after he got through, he showed me, you're looking at these things, but you don't know what's in the man's heart. Oh, his hair's intact, baby. Got a perfect haircut. Oh, them green eyes, they beautiful. I made him. Look at him. I made him to appeal to every woman's eye. But you don't know what's in his heart. And God began to show me. Woo! Almost did a telegram post. Running away. Because when he puts you together, he bringing ministry. Married people. You're not bringing a woman to just take care of you and feed you and cook for you, keep your house clean, have your children trained. Now, y'all got to come together for the sake of ministry, too. And nowadays, you don't even have to have a biological child because there's enough children out there, babies, newborn babies that you can raise, that you can train. I want my own because you don't have love. I want my own blood. You don't have love. But God is love. I can love anybody, child. If I wasn't in the season of retirement, I'm calling it, in my older age, I have me some children running around right in here. Yes, I would. 
Grandmama, I want cookies. Grandmama, I want milk with my cookies. Right in here. I have had friends, <laughs> and they said, Bobby, look at you. You want that? You, you want to go over there and take them people child because you don't think they do it. I said, no, nah, I hate children. I don't like no kids. I don't want to be bothered with nobody's children. Ain't no child coming this way. They said, you, you, you got to repent for that lie. <laughs> See, they know me. They know me. And I love children. But as I got older, now I had Cobrisha for a while. Yes, I did. And I endured with her. But even that was God. To put a foundation of God in her. So when she get older, she won't depart. But he didn't bring Kalani. He brought Kalani for about two or three weeks. And she went back home. So he didn't, he didn't give me no more children to, to bring to adulthood. Because he had given me ministry. Oh, y'all don't hear this. Y'all don't hear this morning. You're not listening. We must remain as children before God, humble. Stop getting all off the chain with him. I want this. You said you would do that. Yeah, just like you would your parents, and that's what's wrong. You was disrespectful to your parents. Now, one thing about me, I I was a bad child. I did not obey these people like I should have. And I'm sure I have said some things. But even in all of that, I had to be careful. I could only say so much and do so much and get out. This these people house, you're not going to tell them what to do in their own house. Get out. I had to leave. Now, they didn't put me out. They never would have sent me away. They would have dealt with me. But the enemy said, get out. I followed the enemy's pursuit. Ended up going back home, though. Hey, ended up back in there. Stayed until I got married. So unless we can be children to God, I don't know what we'll do. What's coming our way, you're going to need him more than you need him right now. We need him now, but we're going to need him more as the future progresses. Because leadership and the people, that's, that's not where their heads are. It's not in God and God and them. It's in money. I think it was the boy Snoop Dogg that said, my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Yeah. I, I started watching that. Look, it, it, all kind of things started. And you don't have to be saved to see some of this stuff. You just got to have a life, of, and you want to do what's right and, and do good, like Cornelius. He was a good man, gave much alms to the poor. 
for being good is not good enough. He needed the spirit of God. So he's, God sent the angel to Cornelius to tell Cornelius to send down to Joppa and get Peter. Because he was going to use Peter so that Cornelius, his family, and friends could receive the Holy Ghost just like the Jews could. And then everybody could receive the Jew and the Gentile. Yeah. God told Peter, what I made clean, don't call it unclean. I can they teach against pork, shrimp, crab. I eat all of that if I want to because I know what prayer will do. Once I pray over it, it's no longer unclean. It becomes clean. But where's your faith? See, we, we got to have even childlike faith. When you was three and four years old, whatever your parents told you, you believed. You believed. So whatever God says to us in his word, we got to believe. We should believe because we're children. He knows that we don't know things, so he want to teach us. Many times he'll teach you by speaking in your spirit. By leading and guiding you by his spirit. But most times he teaches us through his word as we believe. And as our eyes become more clearer, open spirit of God, he'll begin to show us things. But no point in him showing you and you can't understand. In all our getting, he said, get understanding. And that's his word. That, that, that's the ways of his spirit. I've had people giving me testimonies, and all I could say to myself, I couldn't interrupt. All I could say to myself, that was God all the way. That was truly God, because that is just like him. That is just what the father does for his children. How could I say that? He has done it. For me. The scriptures say he shines on the just as well as the unjust. Because we are here, the believer, the saints of God, the children of God, the people of God, the Christians, we are here. What happened is we are what give the earth its savor. We are what gives the earth its flavor. We keeping the earth together because God is allowing more time for those who have not come to him to come. But we are the praying people. We are the fasting. Hey, glory, hallelujah. We are the word-walking, word-teaching, word-believing people. So he keeps this thing together so that more can come. But the day he sees that there is no more who will come, it will be over. The harvest is plenteous. The laborers are few. <laughs> we pray that the Lord of the harvest will send more laborers. But we must remember the labor that he called and chose us, or called and chose us for. It's not about no American dream. It's not about living good. It's not about 
all of this stuff that they, they, they taught us. But it's about working that vineyard. It's about being obedient and humble unto God. He brought you forth to do a work. But we've been conforming to the world. But it's time for us to transform by the renewing of our mind, by telling God this, Lord, deliver me. I want to be 100% yours. I don't want to have a foot in the world and, and think I got a foot in you because he's not going to have us lukewarm. You got to be hot or cold. God ain't dealing in respect and no lukewarm. He's not letting it happen. Ain't no ifs, ands, and buts. Not with him. It's either or. It's up or down. It's over or under. It's yes or no. It's front or back. Nothing in between. You'll never be able to accuse God of tricking you. He wants us to come straight to him. Hey, glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you today. Mm. But we see in the times, but we're not preparing. We see in the times, but we're not of finding ourselves tied up and tangled all up in Jesus. We're looking at the news and talking about what they talk about and preparing for the natural. Honey, let me tell y'all this morning, let's prepare for the spirit. That's where it's going to count the most. This old body can perish. Oh, but that spirit going to live on, whether it's in hell or heaven, that spirit is going to live on. So now, while God has given us plenty of time, now is time to prepare your spiritual man and keep your spiritual man fed. Stop, stop with all this fleshly pleasing. Stop with this natural pleasing now. I go out there to have out of place, people going to talk. And if I go out there witnessing, they're going to talk about me worse. You hear me? I'd rather go out there raggedy and talk of the goodness of God, making known his deeds among the people. Because that's being conformed to the world. You, you, you're trying to make people like you. you. You're trying to be something before people so that uh, you'll be a part of the, of the clique. The clique I want to be a part of is that heavenly clique. I want Jesus to know me. Know me. I want that when he hear my name, he take a look. And it puts a satisfying smile on his face. Not man's face. I can care less. I'm sorry. I want God to be pleased. That's why I do what I do. I want God to be, let me tell you something. People have tried to get me to stop my ministry. Y'all don't understand. I, I, see, you don't have to do that. You do it like, you can't tell God what to do. You, you, you haven't did it for one day. I've been doing this over 30 years. How you going to tell God what to do with his work or his worker? I'm his worker. I get my instructions from my boss, not from you living your conformed worldly life. That's not what I do. 
sometime I'm going to talk about it. I'm tired. I'm, I'm a bit frustrated. I can even be aggravated. So please give me one second and I'm right back at it again. For great is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. One more time, Barbara. Greater is he that lives within us than he that is in the world. But we got to let greater provide. We got to let greater take the lead. And we stop leading. Because many times we're trying to lead in the natural. The natural man trying to lead in a spiritual situation. It won't work. If you're doing anything, believers, people of God, children of God, you preparing daily, strengthening that spirit man. You're going to need him. High blood pressure, diabetes, heart problems, inflammation, kidney, liver, thyroid, hemorrhoids, anything that's wrong. Blindness, death, anything that's wrong, we are going to need the Spirit of God to touch and heal us. Because what's continuing to come, and it's going to get worse, and we're going to blatantly see it, is medication. It's going to take you up out of here quicker. Putting stuff in you. Let me tell you something. Stop following this stuff. Fruits and vegetables, vegetables and fruits. Lay off as much sugar as you can. Now, I'm, I'm eating a few things. Don't misunderstand. I need me a little slice of homemade sweet tater pie. But I don't have to make it as sweet. And I don't have to eat as much. Oh, I, 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 I can make a chocolate pie from scratch. I don't have to eat as much. Eating out, be careful. I love going to uh, Woody's. Woo! I love going down there eating that hot catfish like that. Fried, battered, and fried. Them corn nuggets. Oh, oh, oh. And if you're having any kind of digestive problem, them corn nuggets don't set you free. Yeah. But try to eat at home. Try and cook at home. You know what's in it. Fresh vegetables. Look at Louis to my day. Fresh vegetables, cabbage, greens, carrots, broccoli, Brussels sprouts. Those who eat beets, enjoy yourself. I don't eat them. But they say they're good for you. Iron, they, they work your blood good. Start eating fruits. I eat white peaches, white nectarines, yellow peaches, yellow nectarines, yellow kiwi, green kiwi. Yeah, I eat a, a little bit of orange. I'm not too big on that orange because I'm getting vitamin C from other places. Peanut butter. 
different stuff. I, I have cashew butter, almond butter, mm. almond butter on a homemade plain cookie. My goodness. Because we're learning to eat different. And sometimes you change your eating habit to better eating. I hate to be the bearer of it, but you might gain a little more weight. Because you're eating good, healthy, clean stuff. You're not eating what you used to eat. That weight you was gaining from that other mess, Uh uh-uh. It was ridiculous. Be careful with milk. I can remember when I was a younger, I drank milk and wouldn't do nothing. As soon as I turned 19, listen to this. This is the truth. I turned 19 and drank milk. My stomach was bloated, and it gave me what we call gas, real bad. And when I would drink it, just go straight through. I'm telling you all these things because you're going to need God. You're going to need the spirit of God moving for you. Get used to learning how to hear the spirit of God and obey. Learn the difference between the natural and the spirit. Because God is going to warn you. He's going to tell don't eat that. He's going to tell don't buy that. He's going to tell don't go over there. He's going to begin to do this. He's doing it now, but we ignore it. We override the what they call it, the Holy Spirit. We override his Holy Spirit. Doing what we want to do. Overthinking things. See, because I tell God like this, and I done told him, Lord, if it's not me, I'm going to step out in this. I'm, I'm stepping out. But Lord, if this is not you, stop me. Don't let me do this if this is not you. We got to learn to do more of that. I step out anyway. And as soon as I step, the Lord said, no, come on back. I step out anyway if it's him, keep going. You hear me? But we got to learn these things, work on these things, because we're preparing for an evil world that's already became wicked more evil. And it's not true. It can never be more evil. Enough. Look, the church folks, here's the difference in church people and the people of God, the children of God. Church folks around here watching all kind of crazy madness on TV. Uh, My sisters and the daughter, whatever it is. All of that is in your spirit. That's getting in in you. We want to watch what's wholesome and clean, what feeds our spirit man, what causes our spirit man to grow. We give it a nutrition, a nourishment, vitamins, nutrients. That's what we're doing to our spirit man, and we can't do it watching all this crazy stuff on what they call in the TV. And see, they changed it and went to digital. The devil is the prince of the air. Do you understand what I'm telling you this morning? The devil is the prince of the air. Everything going digital. (laughs) So we want to prepare 
and be more in tune with the spirit of God than our own spirit, than the natural, than the television. We, we even have to watch what we listen to on the radio. I believe that's why God brought about blog talk radio, and you can do Jesus in the morning radio. You need something wholesome. You need something that's going to inspire you more in God, something that's going to encourage you more to live right before God. And you can hear the word here and cut it and separate from the word of God because you don't believe this. Got your own thing. You want to do your own thing. You want to be like Janet Jackson. Got your own mind. You want to make your own decisions. But when it comes to God, you better pray and ask God to teach you how to separate the your natural from the spirit. And Lord, help me to walk more in the spirit than I do in the natural. Somebody said, don't take all of that. I don't need all of that. Somebody said, I'm just going over there because she will do your word every now and then, honey. You're going to need more than a word. You're going to need all of the word. I'm here to tell you today. Yeah. This God that we have, he's faithful. He don't care how grown you think you get, how you think you can yell and scream at him and be disobedient and be that child, you know. See, I tell God like it is. Really? All righty then. Okay. Hey. I'll believe all that. It don't take all of that. God want me to enjoy my, he want me to have abundant life. You don't even know what abundant life is. That life you preparing that you go back with him when he comes. And every day get easier and you loving it. You loving being separated from the world because he brought you out from among them. Made you his child and he's your father. You don't even know what, you, what you're talking about. Abundant life is not the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. Abundant life is not driving the Bentley and the big beans. That, that, that's not an abundant life. Nikki helped me the other day because I had been saying this. The Bentley, the big beans, no, Bentley and beans separated. I think somebody get it, got it, though. Yeah. You are preparing for a better life in God. Look, see, because you want to have this kind of faith. They can say what they want about Brian Kahn. I know him. Huh? Hey, glory. They can say what they want about this man. I know he's the prophet of God, and I know God uses Brian ever since he was a boy. So look, he was the one who said, when the time comes, because there's a time coming, when you go to your pantry, you won't have no food in your cabinets on the shelf in your pantry. You won't have no groceries. You can lay hands on the shelves and talk to God about eating. And when you open your eyes back, food will be on the pantry. It'll be like you was in a bad dream that you didn't have no food. It'll be like, I'm telling you what I see, not what Brian said, but what I see. It'll be like you had a bad dream that you didn't have no food. 
And when you opened your eyes, you went to the pantry to look to see if you had food. When you looked in there, there was food everywhere. You had enough to share with some other family. Don't tell me what God wants to. Tell me what you don't know him to do. But don't tell me what he wants. Hey, glory. Hallelujah. Hey, glory, glory, glory. Don't tell me what he won't do, please. Because I know him for myself. I know what he can do. I know what he will do. I know what he has done for me. And I know what he, he will do for you. He loves you. In spite of you, your raggedy self. He know many of us are raggedy, but he yet love us. He so loved us, he sent his only begotten son. He let that son suffer. He let him hung, bled, died. This son conquered all and rose with all power. But he allowed all of this for us that he could redeem us back to himself. That's love. I got four boys and all four ragged as a mango. <laughs> but they mine. They my boys. And I love all four of them. They got their issues and I can't help it. I love them. They're mine. And I'm not willing to give one of them raggedy rascals up for nobody that I know not going to treat them right. God knew we weren't going to treat Jesus right, but yet he sent him. Yet he did it for us. And we should come to God. And don't come playing. Don't come with church protocol and, and, and this and that. Come straight from your heart to God. And if the church can't respect sincerity and truth and realness, you get up out of there. You get up out of there because you only want to do what God called you to do. You're not coming over here out of formalities and church protocols and all this stuff because there's a way that that man thinks is right, but the end thereof is destruction. God going to tell them that wasn't even my house. That wasn't a house of prayer. That was your house with your rules over there. You was controlling the people. That was not my house. Because we are the church. But we go in and want to be under these people. God done spoke to us and told us something, and we still come out with the people, not Barbara. Well, I love that car, though. Y'all don't know it. <laughs> oh, I love that bishop. Plain and simple down to earth. I can't hang out with him for five minutes. Yeah, I get besides myself. Because Bishop is just so, oh, he's so sweet and humble and loving and kind. My, my, my son, the Bishop uh, A.L., he, when he arrives, he can't stay away from him. Oh, I'm going to talk to the Bishop Dole. He said this, this, and this. Yeah, because he's that kind of fellow. But if God says something, Bishop, we'll talk later. I got to go. I'm going to obey God. And I might not say nothing to Bishop. I might just go on and obey God. Do you hear me? I'd rather obey God than man. Late in the midnight hour, he's there. Bishop home, sleep somewhere. Y'all sleep or, or wherever you're at. 
late in the midnight hour, God is there for me. When I'm going these journeys, he's leading and God, he's there with me. When I'm going line to buy something, it's on sale for me because he allowed it to be on sale because he knew what was in my pocket. Hey, hey. I'm trying to show you something, tell you something. I, I, I hope I'm not getting too excited and messing it up for you. But it's better to prepare for the spiritual more than the natural because this natural thing is going to come to a close. You're going to get to see. And if you learn to be in tune with God when, you, when your hand hurts, he'll heal you. <laughs> You'll speak to the hand and the hand will get right. You'll speak to your knees and your knees will get right. You'll speak to your feet and your feet will walk. You'll speak to your mind and it's got to line up with the word of God. But you got to become more spiritual than natural. And you got to believe what the word of God said. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. That's what his words I can do all things through Christ who said, I can heal myself. I got to run to you. For great is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. And I'm coming before God and stand before him as a baby, as a humble child. I don't never want to be more grown than him. If I need money, he's going to supply it. I can tell y'all something. Y'all wouldn't believe me, though, probably. He showed up on, didn't I tell you I wanted to be dead free again? He showed up on the scene and did it for me. When I looked, I had like eight credit cards. Oh, y'all don't understand. Eight. I wasn't using them all, of course. But them I usually paid them all. And opened a door and showed and made a way. Uh, these will be paid off every month. Oh, y'all don't know like I know. This is not natural stuff. This is spiritual stuff. I can call on him because I'm walking in the spirit. I believe what his word says. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. No weapon. Finances, credit, bills, debt. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus that loves I'm not going to let nothing hold me, separate me. Because just like the song said this morning, he holds me fast. All kind of stuff done tried to take me out. High blood pressure, diabetes, cancer, this, that. It done tried to get me. But he holds me fast. Who is he, Barbara? Almighty God that have all power. He holds me fast. Hallelujah. He keeps me, not against my will, but because I want to be kept. Yeah, he don't keep me against my will. Now, I want to be kept by God. Yeah, I want to be kept by him. I love him. I love him. I can't help it. I can be sitting at the kitchen counter and he put it in my mind. I get up and do it. 
it becomes successful. Now, it, it's not things in the natural, it's things in the spirit. Yesterday, I got a phone call, and uh, nobody but you, though. He told me to tell the person to have the other person, for both of them to get on the phone together and to call me. And I didn't know I didn't know it would happen that quick. But in a few minutes, I tried to call them, but I couldn't. But they called me. And when they called me, they had the other person on the phone. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I got a chance to minister to the person and then pray. Pray the prayer of faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you. And then uh, was ending it after the prayer, and he told me what to tell the person that would make them laugh, because they wasn't in the mood to laugh. Y'all got under... This was some serious, serious business. I said, I need you to call me if you need me for anything. If you need me for prayer or whatever, I need you to call me. The person said, okay, I will. I said, now look, if you don't call me, I'm going to think you don't like me. And both of them just laughed. They closely, closely related to each other. When I got off that call, oh, glory, I knew it was done. I knew God had did what I asked him to do in the person's life. And then the spirit of praise came on me. And every time I thought about them, the spirit of praise would just saturate me. And I would just begin to cry and just begin to praise God. But had I not known the difference, and to tell the person to tell the other person to get with them and call me, they would have missed out, and I truly would have missed my blessing. And then the Lord showed me something. I'm going to go do it this morning. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to do it. That's what I was going at, Lord. I told me to go to the bedroom and get it. I'm going to get it. But listen, he, he, he showed me something. And telling me something. And I don't need what most people need. All I need is an obedient heart unto God. A childlike heart. A childlike mind. Have child ways. Unto God. He will bless us. All this old uh, uh, father Naga they got going on. I'm a mega church pastor. I'm a this. Uh, let me tell y'all something. God don't need all that. Man needs that. That's who needs it. God is plain and simple coming every day. He don't put no big high all this stuff. That's folks. That's people. I respect people in their place, but let me tell you one thing. I respect God more. He got my all my boat, all of it, every time. I'm banking on him. He's faithful. 
He's never left me. He's never forsaken me. I sat in there yesterday and prayed the prayer of faith. Lord, get me out of here. Lord, I want to go home. I don't want to be with all of this. Got out of there. Met a lady, she said she was from Boston. You could tell because she had that Boston accent. <laughs> and them northern women, we get along. I don't know why, but them women from up north, we get along. She said, you want to sit right here? I sat right there. She looked like she was Irish because she was real, real pale-like, you know. And she had some um, medical issues. And she sat right there, and we started to talk. And she said, they said, we, we're not supposed to talk about the case. I said, no, we're not talking about the case. What we're talking about is what we can do for the case. Yeah, and she was just laughing, laughing. And um, they called her name first. Bam, a bunch of people. They went by, you know, down the list by numbers. Louis, I was number 116. <laughs> 116, Louis, that's too far down the line. They called 116. I went on in. He called them numbers, and he called 116. He said, you may be dismissed. Woo, thank you, sir. Thank you. I favored that judge. I favored him because he really did make me like all that man. Every time I turn around, he had me screaming it almost. I had to hold my head and hold my mouth. At one point, because he was going to have his dream. But he was buried into the people, and he showed the people, I am a judge. Yes, I am. But I'm human as well. And I believe him trying this case, I believe this young man going to be all right. Because if he's not guilty, I believe this judge will figure it out. I believe God will leave him, and he won't send an innocent person to prison. Or to the death penalty. Yeah. God is faithful and God is good to us. More spiritual than natural. Don't keep conforming to this world. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. I'm telling you today, because what you see now is going to get blatant. Maybe you're going to see. You ain't got to wonder about it. Oh, maybe that you, you, it won't be none of that you're going to know. Yeah, you won't know for yourself what's going on. But oh, carry it to the Lord in prayer. Carry it to God in prayer. Yeah. And look, it's not a whole lot of us that's just, just getting to know this. If you hear this morning, I'm telling you, you are some kind of blessed. If you are here this morning, you are some kind of blessed. Because God is doing something for you. You better know it. And he's going to keep you. <laughs> hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. Your cupboards won't be bad. you have plenty of drinking water. Oh, glory to his majesty. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Don't have more than enough. But we need to become more spiritual than that. I was in our in our Kissimmee at my favorite spot over at Cheddar with CR, Sister Dot, and my favorite pastor, 
Dr. David. <laughs> Y'all excuse me. And <clears throat> I looked at this man set to the head of the table, and I saw him explaining something. And I could see the people around him. And I could see how they would draw to him because of his humbleness. See, that's, that's how we got to be humble. Now, he rough, rugged, and real. Don't misunderstand me. He, he, that's the natural man. And that's where a real thoroughbred man should be. Rough, rugged, and real. Telling you the truth. But when it comes to the things of God and the people of God, he's humble. I remember Sister uh, uh, Minister Shonda gave a testimony. And he came in to make sure, to make sure it was covered in love. Huh? Do y'all hear what I said? He came in on purpose to make sure her and her testimony was covered in love, that she would understand there is now no condemnation. Oh, I feel all right. Woo, see, y'all don't know like I know. I see, I see. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. We thank you this morning for your grace and your mercy. Hey, Lord Jesus. Oh. We thank you for your love. Oh, unconditional. No matter what, in spite of you love us. And we thank you this morning. We thank you, Lord, for looking beyond our faults. And yet be not glory. We thank you today for being on our side in spite of us. We thank you. We can't tell you thank you enough. <laughs> thank you, Lord, for your work. We thank you for the vineyard this morning. We thank you for the harvest. Thank you, Father, for your drawing power. As we lift you up, Father, you're going to draw men unto you. You're going to draw the unsaved to come to be saved. You're going to draw those who don't know you to come to know you. You're going to even bless us as your people to understand better and to become more of a spiritual people. We're going to work more in the vineyard unto you. We thank you. We thank you. We can't thank you enough. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise. Father, we thank you for it all. Mm. Oh, hey, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, I just need you to say thank you, Jesus, everybody. Thank you, Jesus. And when we said thank you, Jesus, money fell. As I was coming out to praise, I could hear that from you. Tell them to say thank you. <laughs> Tell them to say thank you, Jesus. Money going to fall. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're grateful unto him. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. 
Yeah. Want that money to fall. <laughs> I need some. I need at least $200 to fall. <laughs> and it'll be all right today for me in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Lord, let the 200 fall today in the name of Jesus. And I'm thankful unto him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because earlier I was thinking of something. I said, well, I'm not going to pay $100 for the man to plug this up. And then I got to pay this other man $100. I was like, that's $200. And uh, I really didn't want to be, you know, charging nothing. That, uh, but I, I need it, so I'm going to have it done. Yeah. God is faithful. God is faithful. Listen. Hold on one second. I'm, I'm going to one more song of the morning. <laughs> I got to get this call, y'all. And when we come back, just. Oh, really? Okay, hold on one minute then. Listen, um, wait a minute. Let, let's, let's go to this one. Uh, All right, let's go to this
encouraging you all day long. Jesus in the Morning Radio with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Mr. Billy Preston. And you can be God-given no matter how hard you try. And so I'm thankful unto the Lord for good gospel music. Thankful that God is blessing me right this minute. He had to get some things done. And so I thank him today. And uh, I can't help but give him glory, give him honor, and give him the praise. Hallelujah. So look, the studio is open. If anyone has something they would like to say this morning, please feel free to press that number one and come in this morning. Yeah. And share with us. Yeah, press your number one on your phone and I'll bring you right in. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But we know that the wolf is already at the door. But I say the wolf is already in the house. He done started his stuff. And so many of us, we go along with all this stuff. And the church teaching about prosperity and money. Look here, everything going down but the word of God. That's what we got to have. His word and living according to his word. Hallelujah. We got to apply the word of God to our everyday life. And when we need something, we ask God, he gives it. Hallelujah. There's nothing like him. Thankful, thankful unto him. So if no one have anything they would like to say this morning, we'll leave early um, so that I can get out and get some things done. And uh, we'll be praying for one another. Intercessors, let's pray for one another. Yeah, keep each other lifted in prayer. Y'all keep Sister Irene lifted. She's under the weather. And uh, we want the doctor to find out what's going on. No energy, she said. And so we want to find out what's causing that. I told her to eat liver and onion and this and that. But if they find out what the cause is, then they can take care of it. Hallelujah. But God knows, and we go into him. He made us and all about us. So we go into him. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for all that has been said and done this morning. We thank you for your many blessings falling upon us this morning. We thank you that you're opening doors and making ways where we see no way. We thank you this morning again for being on our side in spite of us. You said, cast our cares upon you, for you carried for us. And today we're casting all our cares upon you. Because, Lord, we know you're able. There's nothing too hard for you to do. Move today. Fix our hearts. Regulate our minds. Deliver us for anything that's not of you this day, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We give you glory. We give you the honor and praise. And, Father, we ask it all again in Jesus' name. And as we depart this morning, bless our going out. Father, bless our coming in. And, again, meet all the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your Son, Jesus Christ. We ask it all again this morning in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another. In the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves the cheerful giver. Hallelujah. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today. 
September the 8th, 2023, in Jesus' name. And listen, if you can help me with them $200, cash out me, bail me, do something. <laughs> Hit me up on Facebook if you need my information because I need them 200 today. Hallelujah. All right, thank God for you. The cash app is cash now. Money, money sign cash now, uh, 1727. The, the, the C in cash is capitalized, and the N in now is capitalized, the big letters. Yeah. All right, so God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Later, Tater Lewis, God bless you and Sherry over there. Tell Sherry I said good morning. Uh, yeah. See you, Sister Rita. Where you went? See Sister Rita. Eight at nine oh seven. God bless you this morning. Good morning to your Minister Shonda. Good morning to your Pastor David. Good morning to your Sister Irene. Good morning to your Sister Dorothy Goodman. And good morning to your Sister Jerry. God bless you. And everybody have a blessed day. So at this time, I'm saying bye-bye for now. And uh, we'll go to our last uh, song of the morning. Wait a minute, y'all. I didn't play this one real quick. Where that Sion went? I saw her earlier. That's what I was waiting to get the opportunity uh, to play this one for her. Set me free. How you made a way out of the way?
Tell my darkness is today. You bring my joy in the time of sorrow. Oh, for my tomorrow. Peace in the time of storm. Strip with a weekend war. I can never repay you. Oh, what's the time for me? Thank you. 